Bong. Boom. There it is. Let's go. Please welcome Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. <laughs> Bing, bong, boom. <laughs> Bingo, bango. To quote the great Peppa Pig song, Bing, bong, boom. Oh, is that what you're quoting? Yeah. That's all I listen to in the car now, Ted. It's Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. There it, Peppa Pig is now has a hip-hop song. Does she? It's actually pretty awesome. I can't uh, get that sexy red song out of my head. What's sexy red? Skeet. Skeet. You haven't heard that song? Is that by the Ice Girl? What's That's her name? Ice Spice. Ice Spice. I like her. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You've heard this song. <laughs> Skeet. I don't know it. No, I don't know it. <laughs> well, it's hot in the clubs right now, Steve, where I'm always at. This is what I listen to Ted all the time. Oh, I have with this one, though. Here. I love to be on the bus. I love to be on the boat. I love to be on the train. And I love flying in an airplane. This is my life, Ted. This is every day I mean, in my car. I could deal with that around for a month if it's like a Christmas song. No. That would drive me insane. Sometimes I get in my car in the morning and I forget that the last thing I listened to was this. And it's playing. Yeah, that that would drive a that would drive a person insane. Oh, it's 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 a little much. Yeah, here's a good one. It's not. N- none of them are good. So. No, they're not. they're actually not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're fun when your daughter's singing along to them. Not so fun when you're listening to them with your friend Ted. Yeah, I just feel like the Wiggles had more jams. Oh, you think? Yeah. Like I feel like hot potato and and I don't, I don't and know fruit, any I don't know any fruits, wiggle songs. Fruit salad were kind of better songs. What is uh wear bananas in pajamas? I like that one. You don't know fruit salad? No fruit salad. You know me. <laughs> no, I don't know that one. I mean, I'm not into the wiggles. Thanks. All right. Well, my niece and nephew, which is funny, I'm old. They're in college now. Yeah. But they were massive on the Wiggles. And also, oh. shout out to my brother years ago. I go, how was the Wiggles concert? He goes, awesome. They had a beer garden. <laughs> they know. Yeah. They know. Right. It's not like, and I said, because, you know, I was younger too, right? So I'm like, they have beer gardens and stuff? And he's like, you got to understand, this isn't like you're sitting in a beer garden at like a concert riffing. He's like, you run in there, you drink like a beer, watch a bunch of Wiggles, maybe go back and get in like one more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then get the hell home. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah, any of those kids things, like it blows my mind when they don't serve like alcohol. Because you got to imagine like the parents, at least one of them is going to be like, look, Sid, you're driving. I'm going to have a beer. Yeah, even, I mean... Look, I have a bunch of friends that have kids, and I've had people over, like, my old place. Uh, and, like, I remember one time, like, the kids were all watching a show. So, in my bedroom, I just had on football, and also I had a bowl in there. So, after a while, I started telling like people, like, you can go in the bedroom and check scores and maybe have a little refresh, herbal refreshment. They were like, thanks, man. We, and, like, I caught my one friend in there, and I was like, what are you doing in here? You don't smoke weed? You don't like football? She's like, I just need a break from the kids. Oh, I thought she was going to be like, I started today. No, she's like, I'm, I was like, dude. I was like, oh, yeah, you could also hide out in here. She's like, that's all I'm doing. I swear, I think my wife is one step away from becoming a stoner. Really? This is today's texts. I, it's just insane. So it starts off with... Uh, it happened. I had a poopy mess. DJ, our new little dog. The dog. Yeah. Uh, pooped when I was in the shower, and Tatum tried to clean it up. 
oh. by putting toilet paper on the poop, which is very All right, adorable. That's not bad. Yeah. I got to give credit. Tatum always wants to help clean. That's awesome. It's awesome, but like she's not like I want to pick up poop outside the house. She's like, "Daddy, can I help?" And I'm like, how do you say no to a kid that wants to help? But also, you're going to make... So she's got the little poop bag, and it's a mess. Like, she's just dragging it through all I the... I think I'd just be like, not not this one, honey. I'm like, you know what? Uh, that is good. That'll come in handy later. That, Hopefully, I, she sticks to I it. I never want to discourage her from helping. Right, right from, especially you, from cleaning. Exactly. So then, she so had uh, Tana put a paper on the poop, toilet paper on the poop, which I think is hilarious. And then DJ grabbed it and stepped in it. It was gross. I didn't uh, even have time to dry my hair. And then a few uh, hour later... Tatum was not good in gymnastics, sad face. Ooh. On a positive note, DJ seemed calm as a cucumber when I got home. Maybe she just didn't like her crate covered because we have a crate, but we were putting yeah. like, a blanket over it. And I, ever since we took the blanket off of it, and we got this little snuggle puppy thing. You told me about the snuggle puppy. But is it, aren't you supposed to put a blanket over it? That's what we were told. Yeah. But ever since we stopped using it, no more poops and pees in the crate. Huh. All right. So she goes, yeah, it's been in the morning. I'm like, one more bad thing happens. My wife's going to probably go into your room with the bowl <laughs> <laughs> i do like it is like a little behind the scenes like steve's kid i can just assume is pretty well behaved she is because i rarely hear you like i hear you talking about that damn dog but i do not hear you talk about tatum misbehaving much so i'm like oh for your wife to send that she must your kid must have been a little had a little attitude this morning yeah sometimes she gets that way in gymnastics i think she gets a little because her cousin goes to and they get riled up together yeah and then it was even like that in ballet class yesterday because her cousin goes to that as well and so at some point they're all they're both holding hands which i'm like it's cute but you can tell the ballet instructors are like this is a single person thing and the problem is and credit to them both because i don't want them to be like mean girls like don't let other girls hang out with them because you know kids want to hang out so like another kid just randomly comes over and just kind of like steps in and i'm like how's this gonna go tatum puts her hand out now we got three girls holding hands all right at the same that's time. good next thing you know four girls are holding next thing you know all of them but one girl are all holding hands in ballet class and i'm like our ballet teacher's gonna hate us because our kid credit her like you credit said. her because i've you it's tough because sometimes, yep. little, and they're not even trying to be mean to the other little kid. They just want to play with their cousin or their buddy that's with them. Exactly. Like, they can only have one friend. It's like, no, you can have a lot of friends. And we've been trying to tell her that, especially being an only child. Except at the park. Yeah. No rules at the park. Everybody's a free agent. <laughs> that's right. All bets are off. It's like going to the bar yeah. when you're an adult. I mean, <laughs> right? Like, hey, look, I don't know, man. Steve, me and you are going to the same bar, but I, I might disappear for half an hour. That's It's, it's kind of like, you know, late night tent at a festival, possibly. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I know you're all going back to the campsite. I'm not done. <laughs> right. You were not. And I wasn't. And I still am not done. And I still have more to do. <laughs> then I'm leaving in the morning. I got here yesterday. Been here for three days, brother. I need to rest up. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, where's everybody? <laughs> we went hard that day, too. Oh, that was a great day. It was. one of my favorite days ever. <laughs> not just at, at, at summer meltdown festivals, but the day where it ended with me just by myself, Wearing just like ragged, like just board shorts and a tank top while everyone's dressed up to the nines. It's costume night. Makes it out there just as board shorts dancing. I got a kiss trucker cap on and tank top, the summer meltdown tank top that I just bought that day because I think all my other stuff was too dirty. And I'm just there in flip flops and just grooving, trying to send mental like brain waves, like telepathic waves to Ted to say, come to the party and come and hang out because I didn't have my cell phone with me. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. The phone was locked up in the trailer. 
Right. And Nothing other, good comes at like four in the morning with a cell phone. No. And by the time you get back at four in the morning, like you're still feeling good, but you're smart enough not to be like, oh, I should text somebody something random. <laughs> Nothing. I know. That was the funny thing because I was sitting up there in one of those zero grab chairs like, I got to get out of here. And I forget who came back. And I was like, has anybody had eyes on Steve? And they're like, yeah, he's down there having a blast. I was like, this one, it's like 1231. I was like, all right, yes, I'm going to go lay down then. And I, th- I remember thinking <laughs> I'm walking back and I don't even, I think I was walking with random people. I'm like, ah, you guys should come back to my site. I, I bet it's hopping, and they didn't. It was so, that was, and it's weird. That was actually an early year for a lot of us. Like Brad yeah. and Taryn went to bed early. The mayor, me, I was hyping it up to all like these randos that were walking with me. I'm like, you guys, like it's dude. We got this. We got the campsite. Like we got this all set up. We got that. You know, I'm probably gonna be DJing when we get back there. My buddy Ted, he's gonna be on the gravity chair smoking or whatever. And they're like, oh, we got to get to bed anyway. It was like four in the morning, like you said. And I'm like, that's cool. I'm still get there, drink some beers. And I was get that there. the same? It was. Was that the black. same year? Me and you stayed up Friday night super late. It could have been. I think that's what it. I, yeah. I was, I was like, there was. So, I had a legit excuse for being like, dude, I, I am struggling. Yeah, no, dude. I think we put in the effort. We put in the work, and you earned the early night of sleep. I still wish you had stayed on Sunday one year. Yeah. And you're not a big drinker or beer guy. No. But man, Sunday afternoon- I just want to do crack. <laughs> but Sunday afternoon, sitting in that beer garden, and there's just like bluegrass yeah. bands and stuff. That's that's always one of my favorite. That's always like me and uh, me and the mayor's like main time. Yeah. It's like, all right, look, we're going to go down to that beer garden. It's also kind of funny. It's on Sunday at the old place in the beer garden- <laughs> Like everybody just keeps sitting down, and it's like, oh, we just ordered an S ton of food, man. Like, yeah, you barely ate all weekend, yeah, right? Now everybody's like, well, let's get a beer buzz and eat, actually eat food. <laughs> Starving right now. I haven't eaten in three days. Hey, before we get uh, into uh, y- your inspiration, yeah, we got a, a tweet that I don't want to forget. I know I was going to forget it, and I'd feel bad. Uh, shout out to our friend Jay, who always follows us and mentions stuff about listening to the podcast. You might know him as at Poopsmith eighty four. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he said, hey, if you and Ted are doing an episode of the awesome Megacast today, it would be awesome to get a shout out for my birthday today. Oh, there you go. Shout out, Poop Smith. Oh. Any relation? <laughs> no. Damn it. I thought he was asking for the men's room. I think I, I tweeted him back without you. It was like, just send an email for him to the men's room. He oh. might, dude, he might have. He didn't tweet you on this one. All right. So, yeah, I think he. All, all right. He's double dipping. Double dipping. I don't want to wish you a happy birthday anymore. Don't wish him a happy birthday on the Mega Man. No, I've met him a couple times. He's, he's awesome. a nice dude. And he's he, a great, uh, guy. great guy. He's over in Bremerton. He's always uh, hanging out at uh, our buddy Suzanne's place, the, uh, what's it, 884 or Pub 884. Yeah. Well, he's a good dude. Yeah. I, I think I saw him at a Mariners game, if I remember correctly. Yeah. He'll probably tweet at me like, yeah, man. <laughs> That's all you have to tweet. Yeah, man. And I'll understand what you're talking about. Yeah, man. Well, happy birthday, Mr. Happy birthday, Mr. Smith. Mr. Poop Smith. Mr. Smith, capital P. Ted Talks, starring Tech Smith. Steve, today, yes. we're looking long term. Oh, Sorry. Jeez, man. See? With long time, I might have crapped my pants. Were we planning ahead? Did you, did you, did you, you should have got those farts out before I started this segment. I might have dropped a few before you even happened to be in here. Uh, let's look long term and stuff. And it's not saying you're in a bad place, but just got to have a plan, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's, you know, obviously health is the easiest one to talk about. Could be a career thing. Yep. You know, there's always other opportunities popping up. And this Are we and talking that. like a five-year plan? I'm just saying, got to look long term. Okay. Right? Yes. I don't know. It might be different for everybody. Hell, you might be 21, 22, just starting a job and going, next year, I just want to be in this position at the job. 
I might have to go into your room where that bowl is to ask you this question. <laughs> do you feel that you are where you are at? Do you feel like if you went back in time and told where you're at, like to Ted in his 20s, that he'd be like, that's freaking cool? Ah, uh, That's a tough go question. Back in time, me. 20 years. I, I That's tough because it is cool where I'm at. Yes. It's not where I thought I would be. Okay. So that, like, I don't want to sound like I don't, you know, like I'm kind of asset no, on it. Yeah. No, 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 but not, so for me, that's a tough question. I'm like, you I have high expectations. I do. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. So, right. For me, I'd be like, all right, that didn't, that didn't go the way we planned. If I went back to me 20 something years ago, I, my, I think my, my younger version of me would not believe a single word that I had say. Yeah. Like, and then I did this, and then I was wrestling on the thing, and then I, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's just like, there's so many absurd things that have happened to me, especially in my 40s. And then I became a father. Like, it's just, it's nuts. Like, I, I understand what you're saying also. There's certain things where I'd be like, man, that's not where you were hoping to be. But it's also then I, I, I'd have to at, at least acknowledge, and I hope you would too, list off some of the cool things you have done in your life. Sure. Until this point, that I'm sure a 20-something-year-old version of Ted would have never believed you would ever have done. Correct. Yeah. And and I, look, I take some of it, some of the crazy stuff I've done. I just kind of, it's like, yeah, I did that. It's just yeah. Ted doing Ted stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, I'm sure I'll look back on it at a certain point and have more reverence for it. Yeah. You know, but like right now I'm just kind of like, yeah, it's good. I'm all right. <laughs> yeah. Bills are paid. <laughs> right. Les Schwab guy now. Oh. oh. Get new tires on the whip. Did you uh, enjoy some of the popcorn? I did not. I dropped it off. We had a day off. I dropped it off. I came in here. I had to take care of a few things and then went back. Did feel like an idiot, though. I was like, the guy, I was like, can I ask you a question? The guy's like, yeah. And I'm like, what about the free beef? And he's like, oh, man, we haven't done that in years. I was like, I forgot they used to do that. I, well, Were you I hoping did. to get it? I, I kind of guessed it was over, but I was like, I got to check because I got four tires. What? Why did it? Why did they not do it anymore? I wonder. I don't know. I mean, I'm not shocked in 2023 they don't give it. But with that said, we ran commercials for Les Schwab for years. I've always heard people talk about them. They couldn't be nicer. Like, the work was done pretty quick. I was just like, man, all right, I'm a Les Schwab guy now. Yeah, I do. I'm a Les Schwab guy, too. I love going. I, I've never had a bad experience at Les Schwab. I do the one right by where my gym is in Puyallup. And I've had all a right. few times, you know, get a hole in the tire. And I'm sure other places do it, too. But they repair it, patch it, no charge. And I yeah. love that. I, I think that's so cool. And also, they got the pot. They don't have free beef. But, they they have, but there's they a little popcorn. waiting area. Yeah. I didn't realize all that. But I, I, you know me. I, I use my computer for Zoom and like two other things. So I was like, I could bring my computer and sit there. And I was like, ah, I'll just go into work for a little bit. Yeah. Now I want to know why they stopped giving out the free beef. Was it because of the pandemic? I don't know. He he made it sound like it had been done for a while, and I can't remember hearing one of those commercials. But those, I was just those I, are the best commercials. I just was so excited because I got four tires. I was like, "All right, I'm going to ask him." Oh yeah, ran from 1964 to 2011. All right, so yeah, it's been done for a while. That is so crazy. Like, could you imagine nowadays, like just going in there and me coming home, be like, "Babe, got dinner." It'd be awesome. And what kind of beef was it? I assumed you like could, a you, steak. You get like a frozen couple steaks or something. That's what I would think too. Yeah. How many ounces do you think they were rocking with that? If anyone ever got free beef from Les Schwab, please text us or tweet yeah, us. Let us know, or just email either one of us. Yeah, I want to know. Twenty-five years of free beef. That is hilarious. I wonder when that all started. Why? Well, I mean, when's the last time people turned down beef? I know, but who decided? Let's get let's let's offer up some free beef. I, I hope it was Les himself. It might have been. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. It was founded by Leslie Les Bishop Schwab, known for his customer service and tire-related services in Prineville, Oregon. So it all started in Oregon. Yeah. I didn't know that. That one, I would also say, too, it's like I know you used to do the like car toys tent sale and everything. Oh, dude, those are the most fun. Like Dan's a great dude, too. Well, Dan Brett, he's always treated me awesome. I don't know anything about his actual. He's very mean, actually. <laughs> I no, I'm saying, kidding. I don't know anything about his life, but those were my favorite events to work, man. He would come over, he'd be like, all right, we got a minute. This is like, all right, I just want to hit this, this, and that. And same thing. Sometimes I would just do like in store appearances, and like the car toys people were always great, too. Dude, it was insane, like the car toys experience at those. I always used to call those a radio fair because yeah. you'd go there, and it was like, that's where I got to meet competition you know what i mean yeah. it's like for all, for the longest time at radio I, and I, I don't know if people know it's like there used to be like this dumb competition in a sense like if you didn't work with each other that was your enemy and you do anything to crush them and make them look smaller and and crap all over the the competition nowadays i don't feel like we're like that anymore like a i think corporate america and purchasing multiple stations has changed that but also i have if i ran this one who worked at like you know kiss and i'm at a bar and they say oh i work at kiss 106 i'm like Dude, awesome. I wouldn't be like, go F yourself. And I think it, back in the 80s, people were like that. I think in the 80s, the they gang were. wars. Yeah, and it was like a thing. And then also all the old bosses kept it going. That's and it's true. like, who cares? But then you'd go to uh, the Car Toys event, and this is like ni- late 90s, 2000s so I was doing those. Right. I mean, I was probably doing them in like 06, 07, 08. Right, right. And you'd show up, and you'd all be in a parking lot. And there'd be like the Kiss tent, the Cube tent, the... KJR tent, the, you know, whatever, insert other radio company, the end, whatever. And you're there for like two to four hours. Yeah. After a while, I think that's where I first met Jolene, uh, who used to work here at KSW back when I worked at the end. And like you would just run into the different radio. That's how I originally met like uh, Julie Pilot. I think I met her there. We used to work at Cube and then got to know Eric Powers and the T Man, like all because of the car toys uh, tent sale. I can't remember who the Mariner was. There was some Mariner that was pretty famous. They had signed him to like a giant deal. This was, again, this is like 08. Not not Jay Buhner. No, 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 no. I know all the actual Seattle. He got signed and was here for a few years. I want to say he played center field. Mm. But same thing. Like Dan would have all the radio people. He would bring in celebrities like that. I remember that guy was leaving. It was just like, I didn't even know who he was. He's yeah. like, he, he barely spoke English. And he's like, do you, do you want an autographed baseball? I was like, oh, hey, thanks. Yeah, sure. Do you want, would you like a discount on your uh, on your audio needs? <laughs> that I remember uh, Vashon Island, I think it is. There's a place over there. I think it's Vashon. It might be a different island where they make med- medical uh, cadaver or the, you know, like the, you know, like the, right, it is cadaver. Cadaver? Yeah. Like the skeletons you see in school that aren't real, I, but they're like made from like a polyamorous plastic or whatever. I mean, I'm going to agree with whatever you say because I don't know. I just remember this couple came over and they gave me this blue little perfect skull head. And they're like, it's exactly to the dimensions because we work at that factory. And I just was like, man, you took a fairy, came all the way over here to South Center just to give me this. Like, thanks. Still have it. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Do you remember like some of your least favorite radio events that you've ever had to do? And don't name, obviously, names if the, the businesses are still around. I mean, sometimes, honestly, the toughest ones were just if you were at, like, a cell phone store downtown. Yeah. People in downtown Seattle just, that's b- the bulk of our audience. They might work downtown. But, but it's, like, it's South End, North End. North End, right. They just don't live in the city. Yeah. So, like, they're not coming to that no, stuff. Those are some of the saddest events. So then you're just standing there kind of, oh, Easy. And I, when I first got here, we were still working. You were still working downstairs. At, were you? 
No, no when you, you started were, here, you were, I was working at K Rock. Right, you were working at K Rock. I was at the enemy's place. Right. What now is the Wolf was the Buzz. BJ and Double R were over there, and, and Toppy. I was working at a place that's now Jack FM. All right, yeah. yeah. And I remember I had to go open all these extra mile gas stations. Dude, I was that was gonna be. I hated the gas station appearance. It was just weird. You just sat there barking at people, and and you were outside. Yeah. And they were awful. You'd be stuck outside, sometimes in winter. Yeah. And you'd beg them to let you go inside. Like, no, 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 that's not what we agreed upon. I'm like, me and my crew, it's snowing. We are freezing. You can't keep us out here for two hours. And we're on nights on the buzz. We'd only been on for a few months. Nobody knows who the F I am at that point. And nobody's coming to a gas station. Maybe every once in a while I'd have like that one random person. And sometimes you wish they wouldn't come because they would just hang out the whole time and ask really weird questions. Yeah. But like for the most part, nobody's coming over for even a free movie pass when they're going to get gas at a gas station. You're almost in the way. I won't give credit to BJ. He would always pip them out. I mean, that's what the sausages also came from and all that kind of stuff because oh, it was because so they had Johnson Johnsonville brats. But I remember one day I called him. I forget where I was. And sausages he's, are amazing. Our <laughs> sausage is awesome. And yeah. he's like, hey, man, just call in during the show. We'll try to send some people down there. And it wasn't a gas station. It was something. Yeah. And he's like, how's it going? And I'm like, eh, you know, like we don't got a ton of people, but come on out. This is that. And I guess he could hear it in my voice. And finally he goes, you just sitting out there alone spinning the wheel because you could hear the wheel. And I go, yes, BJ. It's pretty much just me and the street team spinning this wheel. <laughs> that is always the worst. You do two-hour events and zero people show up. You wanted to just, like, quit. Oh, all right. I don't want to go too far with this, but I got to say, some of the best ones was, and, and you got to remember, when the Menger started on KSW, I did every event. Yeah. I was out everywhere. So, uh, you ever been to the Cactus Moon? I don't know if that's Mill Creek or South Everett. I don't think so. Kind of, I think it's a Coog bar. So. Yes, I've eaten there before. So I did an event there for a, it was during a Seahawks game. Like we get there, the the people that were running it couldn't have been nicer. Yep. I had people chugging beers for tickets to the next week's game. That's the infamous one where Thorpe calls me his office and goes, did you have people chugging 32 ounce beers for tickets? I go, yes, it was awesome. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we could get into a lot of trouble for that. Right. And, and if people knew how Thorpe talked, he's just like, yeah, d- d- don't ever do that again. It's so chill. But some of the bar gigs were awesome. Mm-hmm. My buddies that used to, I don't know if the time, if same owners a time out, because I would show up and just hang out during Seahawks games. And I remember showing up to that one and I'm like, all right, how many, you know, I'm going to do announcements here and here. He's like, oh, I bought you for the day. Yeah, go ahead. Do an announcement. We're going to start drinking. That's amazing. <laughs> it was, oh, it was awesome. I always loved the beer ones that were like the, the bar nights for fun. I had one that was terrible. It was like in the U District. And I remember going there and this place, it was like on a Thursday night. They all had right. me and I was worried and they wanted me to do like 6 to 8 p.m. I don't know many people who are deciding to go out to like a clubby type bar on a Thursday night at 6 to 8 p.m. They're not. Right. So I'm there, and it's awkward. It's empty. And the owner was a, like, he was just a jackass. Like, he was like, this, the parents owned it, but like, so he was running it. Yeah. And he was just that guy. And he's like yelling at me. He's like, where are all the people? I thought you were popular. I'm like, Jesus. I was like, I man, I don't know. what. The, and you know, I'm not trying not to be rude back, because I'm like, they're paying money, and I don't want to piss off our clients, and I don't want to piss off the salespeople, and in turn, get me in trouble. Like, I'm still pretty new to radio. I was working at the end at the time. He's like, you go out there and just start bringing some people in, otherwise, why the hell are we paying you? And I'm like, ah, yeah, that's not what I do. He goes, he's like, you know, you go out there and you just start talking. So I was like, 
Whatever, fine. I go out there for two seconds. I go, nah, I, mean, I ain't doing this. Like, nobody's coming in. Nobody's even walking around the area where this car, this bar was. So I go back in there. He's like, where, are you getting anyone? I'm like, no. He's like, yeah, I'll go back out there. Just you know, tell people to come in, tell them our drinks. But I'm like, I'm not doing that. And then it got weird and awkward. I'm like, look, I got paid to do this. If this isn't enough, I'm going home. Yeah. And he's like, whatever. And I just stood there in silence with the other, uh, with the street teamers. And we we're just like, this is really freaking weird. That's awkward. It was terrible. But then on the flip side, of, one of my favorite ones was at a Jamba Juice of all places. And the people who ran it, like the, it was a like younger kid. They didn't give an F. Because they're like, all right, we got to give away Enfest tickets. I'm like, I don't know. How do we want to do this? Goes, I don't know. Whatever you want to do. I'm like, do you think we could uh, like have people chug Jamba Juices and whoever could finish it first wins them? He's like, yeah, that sounds great. I'm like, you're cool with providing them? He's like, yeah, hell yeah, I don't give a crap. So yeah. we had people, like six people all had a Jamba Juice and it's a frozen drink. Yeah. And like whoever could drink it the quickest will win the tickets. And man, people getting those ice, you know, like the yeah, brain, freeze. brain freezes. It brought people down to their knees. The whole we had like a crowd of people chanting. It was amazing. I would never do it again. In fact, the, the promotions director was like, "Please don't ever." Do that that could have been a nightmare if someone like banged their head. So basically, our favorite events were when we Chugging. got people to chug stuff. Chugging. I also got to give a special shout out to Cage Sport MMA. Oh hell yeah! Those those events down at Emerald Queen were always a blast. I mean, hell, I did them for eight or nine years. Dude, I had a residency at the Furwood and Fife. You would have loved this place. The Furwood and Fife. It was like a biker bar. They always had like random metal cover bands playing. All right. Or, like, 80s era music. It was just a total like dive bar, but it was in Fife and it was nothing around it other than like in- industrial stuff. And oh my gosh, man, for every Friday night for at least I'd say four or five months, I was there every Friday. And they That's would hook cool. me up, whatever I wanted, food, drinks. And it was just like people in Fife wanted a party. And like it was so much fun, dude. It yeah. was like one of my, I always had a blast. Eventually, that place I think burnt down. Which is a bummer, but it was like one of my favorite bar nights ever. We were at the Furwood and Fife. I would say the Jet and Mill Creek. Nice. They were always yep. great to do like an event there. Oh man, that's so great. <laughs> <laughs> you got all excited about old events. I know. I had like we start talking about the fun ones. I'm like, oh yeah, I got some good ones. Yeah. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Do it. This is the. Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great, Great popcorn. popcorn. Steve, what is the biggest news in the sports world from last week? Easy. The Ted Smith met Bowie. Thank you! That was number one. Maybe. <laughs> nice. I, I had that written down. I was like, I cannot wait to wait. I was, gonna, I was actually going to interrupt you whatever you did at your top story and said, Ted, I'm sorry. None of this matters. We need to talk about the fact that you are now official. Yep. You are a member of the Bowie, Bowie Buddies. Uh, all right. I You're wasn't sure club. I could get in. That's like your guy's thing. Oh, but. I'm so proud of you. I was so... That's it. I was like, yeah, look. She's like, what am I looking at? I'm like, look at Ted. She's like, yeah, with Bowie. She's like, hasn't he met him already? I'm like, no, no. I didn't even bother. I always try to tweet him, and Bowie would tweet me back. I'd never end up finding him at the right time. You don't frequently check your Twitter, so he would tell you where he's going to be, and you wouldn't answer. So then my buddy James, he has awesome seats. They look like it. You know, there's like the bottom bowl. And that was home opener. 
No, or that was Thursday. That was Thursday. They I won. Almost, and I almost went to that game. Did you? I was so mad when I saw you were there. I was like, ah, it would have been cool to see Ted, but we were doing pumpkin patch stuff. All right. Oh, that was look, you want to talk about being in your forties, a nice day. I went to Target or went to Target. <laughs> Costco, by the way. Costco during the day is so much better. First of all, free samples, but during the day, during the week. Oh, I don't ever go on the weekends or at night. I See, I go Thursday nights usually oh. if I go and there's nobody in there and it's yeah. easy, but there's no free samples. There's no hot moms. Oh. Thursday during the, you can hear the excitement of my voice. I'm with you. Daytime Costco is where it's at. Oh, it's as the kids would say, lit. Yes. Uh, sorry, Costco, Target, and then I took the light rail downtown. Went, went and had, uh, went and had some steak bites and a couple cocktails Ooh. at the Met. Then we go to the game. So there's the lower bowl and then like the upper bowl. He's not in like a club level, uh-huh. but it, there's only two rows, and I don't know if huh. it's close to like handicap access. It's almost right in front of the 300 level seat or 200. Okay. So there's only two rows there, and he's got seats one and two. So you Perfect. go down like three stairs. You're right there. I love that. And it's and it's uh and then during like the in in the intermissions, you can walk up to this little like club to get drinks, and that's where the band is. So Bowie, I guess, is always kind of around. So he pops down for like two, and he's just kind of is he banging the drum? No, okay. He's not banging the drum. He's kind of looks like he's looking for for something. He's looking for the Ted Smith. Then he sees some kids. He's and I'm like DJ James, James, James. Like you got to get a pic. And he's like, what? I'm like, you got to get a picture with me and Bowie. So like you can tell he's talking to the kids. But we're just like, and he's as close as you. I'm like Bowie, Bowie, please. And he turns around. I'm like, I love you, man. And like I go in for that picture, and he grabs my beard. And so I'm just like, ah, it's exhilarating. It's unreal. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't st- like the people next to me. I think thought I was insane or just much drunker than I was. Because I'm like, this is awesome. Dude, that's and how- I, I mean, I wasted half a period, like texting you with Danny, yeah. putting it on Twitter. Yeah. I don't blame you, dude. Like, dude, with the first time we met him, every time we meet him, we're excited and we're fired up. But that first, there's two times. That first time we met him, then I almost jumped all over the barricade and landed like below yeah. to get to him. But then he came around and we jumped over. I, I don't even think I touched people's laps. I think I just flew over people to get that picture with him. All right. And then the second great time was when we jokingly, not so jokingly, but jokingly, Told him what suite we were going to be in when uh, the Kaufman family from uh, the Tacoma Twin Rings hooked us up with some tickets oh, to the yeah. suite. And he came into the suite. We all lost our freaking minds. Yeah. Because now, like, we could have locked the door and kept him. You know what I mean? It's oh, like, Jesus. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> we didn't. We could have locked the door and kept him. The thought came through my mind. Be like, tell the handler, oh yeah, I'll open the door. You guys can go out. And as soon as the handler leaves, hold buoy, close the door. I like you go full Brooklyn on this and lock it and go, now you can't leave. <laughs> buoy. Now, now use a buoy boy, buddy, like just like the rest of us. Right? We're friends, right? <laughs> you gonna take some pictures or what? <laughs> I want a video. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was so fired up when I saw you got that picture. I, w- I was too, man. Also, yeah. the other highlight of the night, so like, if his wife doesn't go, generally I'll take the tickets. That's I don't know if people picked up on this. This is my thing. I don't buy hockey tickets. I just wait for people to go, my wife can't go or you're, my coworker can't go. You're a lot of people's third wheel. Right. It's brilliant. And it helps because when it started, I, I remember talking to you. They go, are you going to buy any tickets? And I said, no. Because after the first half of the first season, you got to get downtown. It's weeknights. Tickets are going to show up. That's how Danny and I get our tickets on the cheap. We typically yeah. get tickets for at least 10 to not to possibly $40 cheaper than face value. So he always, if he gives me a ticket, like I'm always, during the intermissions, I'm like, I'll buy us some drinks. And I like I walked up and I was like, I wonder if that bartender, I think that's the same bartender. And she's like, 
Coors Light. It's a Pink Whitney's. And I'm like, yes, that's me. Yes. I love the Pink Whitney's there. <laughs> oh, yeah. On, on tap. Yeah, man. And yeah, and that fancy little cup. Oh, it's so great. High life right yeah. there. So, right. So that's the biggest news in the sports world. And the Kraken won that game. They actually scored goals. Yeah. But they got to get somebody that, it, that can fight. Yeah. There's no yeah. toughness to that team. They just get put, they get bullied. I mean, they won last night, which I like to see. But that was a, that game was infuriating. You had a 3 1 lead going into the third. You blow it. Thankfully, going to overtime. Almost lost it with a minute 22 seconds left in the game and then winning overtime, which was amazing. Yeah, I just, and, and again, I'm far from a hockey expert. There, I was just like, and J- James is much more of a hockey. He's yep. a New Yorker too. And he's just like, he's like, yeah, we just don't, we don't have anybody in our team like that right we now. We used to. I mean, like Susie was a good guy for that. And yeah. like, there's a couple other dudes that they had that were willing to drop some gloves. Like, we've got agitators, obviously, like Yanni Gord, but he's not really much of a fighter. He's not much of a fighter. And I feel like a good agitator needs somebody. When it comes down to it, they'll be like, all right, we need a Munson. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't give <laughs> or a Or like a Q-Ray. Yeah. Like, we need somebody in there that's not afraid to throw a punch. And I give credit. A couple of the players are willing to throw gloves. Like, you know, like, I mean, you saw, like, Beneers get involved. But it's like, you don't want that I don't, guy I fighting. Don't, he's the last guy I no. want fighting. No, I don't it's want him fighting. Ideally, he should never fight. Like, Eberly, I know he had to fight that guy. Uh, and against Colorado because of the injury that happened where the guy fractured his neck on that hit yeah. in the playoffs. I understand that. Which is that. fair. Yeah, but like, you don't want to see him fight either. You want to see him yeah. score goals in overtime. <laughs> right. Which was amazing. It's like, right, like, I don't think there's anybody in Pittsburgh that'll be like, you know, the problem with Crosby is he never fought. Like, no, he's not supposed to. Then and, he fight like once and people were like, holy yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a couple times he was, he's willing to drop the gloves. I think he even dropped the gloves this year in, in a preseason game. Did he? Yeah, yeah he's a scrappy dude. <laughs> Every year I'm always like, oh, he's still playing? Because it's like, he's, you know, he's just been around forever. And I don't feel like he he has not had the same production that Ovechkin has still. No. I mean, Ovechkin no. still is just hey, that good. Yeah, I think there was a point where they were neck and neck. In fact, I would argue that Crosby was better in the early years. Crosby by far was better the first, what, five years? Yeah. But, right? He beats the States. He's winning titles. Yep. The Caps can't get by that team. But then he kind of starts getting injured. The Caps finally lift a cup. But but Ovechkin just stayed consistent Ovechkin, with his output. Long term. Yeah. Just long- like the TED Talk. Mm-hmm. 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 Farts before he gets on the ice. Yep. Uh, <laughs> all right. Huskies. Jesus Christ, that was brutal Saturday night. I didn't get to watch the game. Basically, they needed a pick six from from like their goal line to win. It just it just it just looked bad. I'm not shocked because that was such an emotional win over Oregon. Yeah, but damn, that that was a little rough. And then but they're look, still ranked high, like five. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're still fifth. Yeah, they they have a gauntlet coming up though because you still got to play what SC, SC, Oregon State, Utah, and uh, and and Washington State. Oh damn. So yeah, they got some tough games, but like I said, you got through it. That's all right. Every every national championship team, whoever it is, has these these games. Seahawks didn't look awesome. Defense looked great. Defense looked good. We're still missing a bunch of guys, and like you won. That's what I, was I think like. you played center at one point for them. Uh, geez. <laughs> I mean, geez, they're going through so many different offensive linemen. It's kind of like hey, the fact that they're still able to hold it together is pretty impressive. It is, and that's the other thing too is that an offensive line. Like even if some of the guys aren't as good, they just you need a consistent five to get a chemistry and this and that. And you could draw up different 
you know, plays and packages for your linemen, knowing where the strengths and weaknesses yeah. are. So and, and, I am worried this week, though, because Miles Garrett is a monster. Uh, yeah, that definitely concerns me. But hopefully, I mean, like, I don't, man, I, it gets frustrating. I don't know how you feel about Geno Smith. I still love the guy. And I know he didn't have a great game, but he didn't have an, it wasn't like a game that makes him, it, it's not like he's, he's worthy of being benched. And man, people have such a short leash with that guy. And I'm like, dude. He has been fine. I know he's not. It's like what, those. It's those red zone interceptions. I, that are, yeah. and he in two games in a row. Like it's you know, frustrating. I understand. Right. Like don't throw that pass. I've, but also, I've got faith. Yeah, I, I I'd like to see him come out and have a good game this weekend. I but think he will. The Browns. Geno's defense. The Browns are arguably the best defense in the league. So that's what we got up. What we're up against. Correct, which is tough. I don't see the Browns scoring a bunch of points on the Seahawks. I mean, it, especially with the way that our defense is. But Jamal Adams is killing it, man. Yeah, Witherspoon. This could be one of those like 2017, 17 13, grind it out, get a win. Didn't we have a tie with them once, like 3 3 or something? We lost 6 3 a couple of seasons ago, if I remember correctly, against the Browns. It was awful. Well, in the NFL, man. What makes it different, and I love college, but when we say NFL good, number one, it's the best of the best. And number two, like, is parody. Yeah. Like, that league is so good, outside of maybe the Panthers, it's like anybody can win any any given oh. Sunday. Dude, that, that 49ers game on Monday night was a... That interception right at the end of the game, I, I, was, I haven't been that fired up about a game that didn't involve the Seahawks in a while. <laughs> like, that was freaking great. Like, let's keep it going. Yeah. I know. We always do picks on the happy hour. I took it on the chin last week. Still in first place, but... Gracious, it was brutal. Well, I didn't think that the Vikings were going to come anywhere near the, the 49ers. No, I didn't see the Bills losing. Yeah. I, didn't see, I mean, there was a couple teams. I'm like, what? There were some some interesting games. I honestly, I thought the Lions were going to beat the Ravens. Yes. Doesn't, doesn't say a ton for the NFC. <laughs> People are like, the Lions might be the best team in the NFC. They go to Baltimore and just get spanked. Oh, dude. And we got to go there next week. Oh, so we got the Browns. We got the Browns. Ravens. Then at Ravens. And then I think Commanders here. And then 49ers, I think. 49ers are Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a tough gauntlet. We might have to play the Rams again before. Like, I think I saw a stat that said the Seahawks basically have the second toughest remaining schedule okay. first. Ravens, then Commanders, then Rams. You were right. Then 49ers, then Cowboys. Yeah, right. dude, then we is... still got to play the Eagles. Ooh, then the 49ers again. Then the Eagles. Then the Titans, and then the Steelers, and then finish off against the Cardinals. I'm going to that Steelers game on New Year's Eve. I wanted to go to the game this weekend because it's the uh, it's the uh, vintage, the retro jerseys. Yeah, and that's going to look amazing. I got to get to the team shop and get one of those old school Seattle Seahawks hats that I they am, have. The, 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 they look dope, don't they? They do. I almost bought one. I think it's funny too, is I wear that old one that's legit. Corn Robinson jersey yeah. from years ago. Yeah. But now everybody has it. But I'll be like, mine's Puma. Yeah. And also yours is Corn Robinson. <laughs> I know he's going to have that. I don't foresee you running into many people with a court with a number 80. 81. Uh, 81. 81. I have been yeah. to a few tailgates no. where I've worn that. And, and people come up and are just like, is that really Corn Robinson? And I'm like, yeah. Well, he was like a, everyone thought he was going to be the next second coming. Like the next great wide receiver for the team. He's yeah, supposed still to be. part of the longest play from scrimmage for a touchdown in Seahawks history. Boom. Long term. <laughs> Long term. Long term. All right. Ugh. Let's get out of here. Happy birthday again to Poop Smith 84. Happy birthday, cuz. <laughs> uh, we're back next week. Yeah. yeah. I'm here. I am too, I think. <laughs> 
Defy on Friday night. If you're not doing anything, I'll be ring announcing. That'll be a lot of fun. That's happening over at Washington Hall. Nice. I love that venue for that. Same, man. It's going to be a good one, too. Some good matches. Uh, don't believe the uh, the mock one they have. Brian, so this guy, Tom's Customs, he's like a Twitter thing that he makes fake match graphics yeah. that look really realistic. So would he make one with, with, with Brian Danielson? Because uh, he mentioned this guy, uh, bounty hunter Brian Keith, who's a really great rat. You'd love him. He's, he's right. got a cool vibe. He's a good dude. He's representing the, the Swisher House, which I think is pretty awesome. Like Swisher House, like Houston? Yeah. He's a Texas guy. Yeah, like Paul Wall and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes out. I, when I brought him out, he's like, representing Swisher House. That's dope. Yeah, he yes, he is. And he's awesome. And Brian Danielson recently in a press conference or an interview mentioned how some there's some great talent on the Indies, like this guy Brian Keith. And it was like, holy crap, Brian Keith got, and then Brian Keith cut a promo like, Hey, I'd love to have a match. I'd love to meet you. You know, get an autograph. You're like one of my all-time favorites. Have you signed this? And it's a like a it's like a wanted Brian Danielson like like country tester. You know, like those old yeah, yeah. wanted signs. And I thought that was kind of a clever way to do it. So this Tom's custom dude made a custom flyer that says Danielson versus Brian Keith at Defy this Friday. <laughs> so that's obviously not happening. It's not happening. Thankfully, if you look at it, he's at least cool enough to make things a little unbelievable. So the, right. the, the match is happening on October 69th. All right, all right, all right, I see. Yeah, so he, he, he does enough just to make it not real, but there have been some wrestlers that believed it. Like, like I never agreed to this match. Like, what is this? And then everyone's like, it's fake. It's by Tom's Customs, which I think is pretty funny. Yeah. All right, so I'll be there. Anything on this weekend? No. Perfect. <laughs> Sorry. Fine, Ted. Nowhere. No, right, exactly. But if you see me out and about, say hi. Yeah, be surprised. Yeah. He's not supposed to be out. <laughs> right? Be like, Ted, what are you doing out? Ted is in the wild. No pictures. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see y'all. Yeah, man.